Hello, hello, and welcome to End the Hustle Podcast, a place where rest and relaxation is honored, celebrated, and lived. I'm your host, Angela Accomando, and I love being able to share with you my own insights about ending the hustle, and once in a while, have some amazing guests on that will share with you how they've done it themselves and how they help others do the same. So today, I want to talk about retreats and how important retreats are and um, just share. I just got back from a retreat, one of the most intense retreats I've been on. And that says a lot for me because I have been on many retreats and I've even done a week long silent retreat where I wasn't able to read, write, talk, or even have eye contact with another person. So for me to say that this retreat I just came back from was intense, um, I'm going to explain why. And if you've never been on a retreat, I really encourage you and recommend that you do one. So I'm actually going to be hosting a virtual retreat because I know, you know, this pandemic seems to have no end to it. And retreats are so important in the lives of everybody. I mean, I think everybody should retreat at least once in their life. Um, so I'm going to be hosting a virtual retreat and you can, um, check out the show notes. Um, you could also go to my website, angelaacomando.com and get all the information for my virtual retreat, but now on to my retreat. So just came back from Puerto Rico. I was gone for two weeks and I have to admit that I didn't realize how burnt out I was. So I sit here and I have a podcast called End the Hustle. I'm always telling everyone to work less and stop hustling. And it's funny because the people who really know me laugh at me and go, you and the hustle, Angela. I mean, seriously, because I've always been a hard worker. I've always been a hustler. I was on my own at a young age. If you've listened to any of my other podcast episodes, I was on my own at 16. Um, and I just find opportunity everywhere. And I like a challenge. And, um, so when my husband took over his father's restaurant about a little over a year ago, um, I just ended up like working too much again. And I just got completely burnt out. I mean, everything irritated me. I was exhausted. My sleep was messed up. You know, waking up in the morning was hard. I needed coffee when I had gotten off of coffee for a while. And um, it was just, you know, really getting to me and to the people around me. So the other problem I was having is that I had a hard time losing weight. I had a hard time losing weight and I was getting cysts in my breast and under my armpits that constantly came back. So started seeing a naturopathic doctor and she's like, you got to cut back on meat or cut meat out totally. So I started doing that and I started seeing really good results. Then um, I still couldn't lose weight. And so she's like, you have to, like, you're going to have to like really, really eat clean. And I eat pretty darn healthy for the average American. I don't, you know, go to Wendy's or McDonald's or anything like that. And, uh, but I do like my sweets and I do like my pasta. And so I knew that in order for me to get back on track, I needed to like, I needed to do a whole mind, body, spirit. I needed to get away for a couple of weeks 
And I needed to go somewhere where people could cook healthy for me, like really healthy. And it wasn't going to be like a million dollars and I could rest and be by the beach and be in warm weather and just completely decompress. So it's interesting. I don't know if you've ever felt like in your gut, you wanted to go someplace and you didn't know why. So for me, I kept feeling like I want to go to Puerto Rico, but I was like, I don't know why, because when I went to Puerto Rico, like 15, 16 years ago, I didn't really like Puerto Rico and I'm half Puerto Rican myself. And, um, you know, people would get very frustrated me. Why didn't you like Puerto Rico? And I had my reasons. It just didn't resonate with me. And the universe just found me and told me why I had to go to Puerto Rico. So I got a Thai massage. It was a two hour Thai massage. And the person who gave it to me was a friend of a friend of a friend. And as we were talking, we're going back and forth with like all the places we've retreated or the spiritual teachers we followed or went to see. And he, he brings up the Ann Wigmore center and I'm like, oh, wow, what's that? And he's like, well, it's like a healing center. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, and, and like what teacher runs it? And he's like, no, it's not like that. Like there's no guru or anything. Um, he's like, I lived there for like six years. Cause I was really trying to heal something in me. And I said, oh, well, where is it? And he goes, Puerto Rico. And I said, oh, my goodness, Puerto Rico has been like pulling my coattail. And I didn't know why. And I was like, I'm going to check out this Ann Wigmore Center. So I go online and I was like, wow, it's actually a nonprofit. So I'm like, wow, this is really cool. I can afford this. Um, I think this is where I should go. I think this is my next thing because everything that I've ever needed has found me. I I've just allowed myself to be open enough for it to find me and whatever you need is, is there it's waiting for you just to be open and ready to receive. So I have no problem going places alone, but I've been, you know, working on, trying to not be so independent and do stuff with other people, um, like friends. Um, not that I don't do stuff with friends, but you know, anyways, so I, I call my friend Lauren and I'm like, Hey, would you do this with me? And she's like, Oh my goodness. Yes. Like I, this is something that I I really wanted to do. Like I'm totally down. Like, okay. So we make reservations, we go and I show up and they ring the bell anytime there's a meal. So I got there like 3 a.m. I go to sleep. The bell rings. I wake up. I go to the cafeteria and there's a bowl of green soup, a cold bowl of green soup. So I, sorry, that was my phone reminding me that I have a call. Um, so I'm looking and I'm like, okay, a bowl of green soup. And there were toppings. Like you could put parsley, you could put cilantro, you could put some sauerkraut, you could put some wakame, which is seaweed. Uh, you could put ginger juice, turmeric juice. You could put chives. Um, you could put a little papaya and some fresh lime. And so I'm like, okay. So I tell them, make me a bowl with a little bit of everything. And I start eating it. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is like hardcore. So then I, I eat it and I take a shot of the wheatgrass juice. Cause that's what we did every morning. And I'm like, okay, before I start this, like, I'm going to have to go get my 
like food desire out of the way. So I have no car, uh, which is not the norm for me. And so I walk down the street and there's like your typical like Puerto Rican restaurant on the side of the street with like rotisserie chicken and rice and beans and all that and fried stuff. And I order a plate of stuff and I sit down and I start eating it and I'm like feeling nauseous and I'm like, oh my goodness, like I think I'm detoxing already. So I throw the food away, go back and lay down. And I'm like drinking water and I'm like, oh my goodness, I really don't feel good. I hope I don't get sick. And then the lunch bell rings and I get up and I go to lunch and it's the same thing. It's the green soup. So out loud, I go, oh, the green soup again. And this woman goes, oh, you've never been here before, huh? And she goes, that's what we eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So I'm like, Oh my goodness. So now I'm freaking out and I'm like, let me go lay it out on the beach. You know, I eat the green soup again. And I'm like, I did not know this is what it was going to be about. Cause they're very vague on their website, probably because nobody would come. Um, cause if you told me it was going to be green, cold, green soup, breakfast, lunch, and dinner all day long. And that's it. I mean, I probably wouldn't have come. So, um, then dinner comes. So I'm like texting my girlfriend, like, oh my goodness, she's in transit. She's on a layover. And I'm like, I don't know if I could do this. Like, oh my goodness. Um, but I did it. So I went through a whole week of just having this green soup and it really took me, it really helped me end the hustle with my food addiction because it was just like, I'm taking it all away and you're only going to have this green soup and you don't have a car. I mean, you could walk somewhere. You could walk down the road and have some rotisserie chicken again, but then why did you come if you're going to do that? And, um, so for a week, that's, that's what I had. And it really, it was, um, quite powerful yet challenging, And a lot of irritability came up for me. A lot of the women there really wanted to be friends with me and talk all the time and hang out. And I really didn't want to do that. And I had to set strong boundaries. And I'm sure some of them called me the B word behind my back because they were probably taking it the wrong way. I don't know. Maybe they didn't, uh, but maybe they did, but it didn't matter. And then when the weekend came, I Finally, I got a car and I said, you know what? I have to do what's right for my body. Um, And so I cheated. But when I say cheated, you're going to laugh. My first cheat meal, I had hummus and a salad. Um, And then my second cheat meal, which was the following day for dinner, we had a salad again and um, some vegetable stir fry. So so those are my cheat meals. Um, And then I'm just going to tell on myself. But the middle of the second week, I had um, some chicken and the following night I had fish, but I mostly stayed with this green soup for the other two meals. And um, I have to say, even though it wasn't like some of my other retreats that I've gone on because it was not posh um, Or, you know, it wasn't all about yoga and meditation. It was really having you, instead of take a look at your mind, have you take a look at your relationship with food. 
but it was really powerful. And I got to do a lot of resting and what I love to do, which is snorkel and swim and be out in the sun and feel the sand in my feet. And it's so important for you, me, all of us to get away, to break away from our families and even our friends and just our environment that we're in all the times, definitely our jobs and careers and businesses to go somewhere and completely detach um, and just ask your inner child what she wants to do. Like for me, it was like, I want to swim. I want to swim. And as a little girl, I loved swimming and I still do. Um, you have to pretty much yank me out of the ocean because I absolutely love the ocean and I love pools too. Um, and even in the summertime in New York, I have a blow up pool in my backyard and I really make the most of it. And so I shared this with you that you would hopefully get a good laugh at it, but also that you would hopefully think about, you know, taking some time for yourself. Maybe you can't go away for two weeks. And that's exactly why I created this virtual retreat because, um, I know that everyone can't just get up and go, go and leave and go somewhere. Um, especially if you have small children, especially if you're a single mom right? Especially if money is tight, but I want you to think about doing something for yourself. Even if you start off with just taking a nap, closing the door, setting some boundaries, maybe you're going to put a movie on for the kids, get them some snacks and go in the room. And while the entire movie's playing, who cares what the house looks like? Who cares that it needs to be cleaned? It's always going to need to be cleaned. I mean, always. I don't stop doing dishes. I don't stop picking up. It is constant. But sometimes you really have to let all that go and sit outside with a cup of coffee. I mean, now it's a little cold in New York, but maybe you sit inside and just enjoy the silence. Maybe you take a nap, right? Or maybe you take a weekend or maybe a day, but something to really help you slow down and just be and detach from all of your responsibilities. They're always going to be there. They're not going anywhere. I promise you, because out of being a mom for 25 years, you know, it's funny when people ask me how old my children are and I'm like nine and 22 and 24 and 25. And they're like, oh, wow, they don't need you anymore. I'm like, oh, wow. You're either a parent of a very small child or not a parent at all because your children always need you. I don't care how old they are. My daughter has a baby now and she needs me and I'm there for her and the baby. And so I just share this to say like, don't sit here and wait till something um, changes to people don't need you anymore. I mean, I remember I was at a wedding a couple months ago and we were all sitting talking about Italy, one of my favorite, like my most favorite place in the world so far. And these women were probably 20, yeah, probably a good 20 years older than me, at least. And this one woman who financially has the means, like her children are in their forties 
And she was talking about, I know I want to go to Italy so bad. And I go, well, what's stopping you? And she goes, I said, go. And she goes, well, when they don't need me anymore. And it's like, excuse me, <laughs> like they're in their forties. They, you know, it, it's okay if you get away for a week or two or three. Um, and this is like, this is what we do as women, because this is what has been expected of us forever. Right. It's like to take care. And it's also what's in us to take care, to do, um, to be there, to put our own lives on hold. Um, and it's mostly because this is just what has been expected of us. I mean, it's crazy because it's 2021 when I'm recording this about to be to where like a, literally a week away from 2022. And it's so amazing how, even when I went on this retreat, people said, well, who's taking care of your nine-year-old? And I like held my hand up. Like, do you see my wedding ring? I'm like his father, my husband. And it was interesting because somebody even said it was a man that was on the retreat goes, you're too much. And it's true. I've always been too much. This is who I am. And I'm going to continue to be too much and whoever can't handle it. It's okay. Um, and if you need permission to be too much, this is your permission slip be too much. But um, don't be ashamed or afraid to reach out and ask for help. Don't be afraid to um, do something that people may judge you about. It ain't about you. It's about them. They're stuck in the paradigm of whatever paradigm they're stuck in thinking that women or you or whatever should do a certain thing. That is their thing. Not yours. And so, um, I think one of the most powerful ways that we can really recharge ourselves, totally put the brakes on hustling and, um, like stop burning out is to take time for ourselves. And I am really, really advocating for a retreat for you. And if you can't go away, join me on my virtual retreat. Um, it's called make time for me retreat. And one of the things I do is I've done a virtual retreat. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm like a straight retreater. I love retreating. And I remember when I did my first virtual retreat and I thought, I don't know how I'm going to do this. This was like in the middle of the lockdown. And I was like, everybody's home. My house is not big at all. It's two bedrooms and living room and a kitchen. That's it in a bathroom. And I was just like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to make the best of it. And I'm going to tell my family, Hey, I'm going to be in the room when I'm in the room. Do not come in unless if you absolutely have to, or if it's an emergency. And I ended up getting a whole bunch of Indian food. Cause I find Indian food so nourishing for the soul for me and put it in my refrigerator. So that way I had it for lunchtime for dinner. You know, I had some granola for breakfast and, um, and I, and I retreated for three days at home and it was amazing. It was so amazing. And so if you can't leave for a retreat, join me on my virtual retreat, 
you, the the link to it are in the, is in the show notes and you can go to angelacomando.com to find out. But if you can get away, go get away. Um, one of the places I retreat with, which is my spiritual center is the three jewels in New York city. They do retreats throughout the year. Um, Sa D Simone is another person that does retreats. So if you want to go somewhere, I have retreated with both the three jewels and with Sa, and it's been amazing. Um, and if you feel a little nervous, I mean, of course you will something different. It's unknown. I, the, the first retreat I went on was a silent retreat four years ago. And after I did it, I was completely addicted. And I remember when I was going on the retreat, my friend saying to me, oh my God, I'm so scared for you. You're not going to talk for a week. How are you going to be right? Because I like to talk. And I was like, yeah, I'm scared for me too. But I did it. And it was so amazing that I vowed that every year I would do one retreat for myself. And I'm really trying to get my husband to retreat. Um, because I think not only women, but men, everybody should, everybody should retreat. It really, really helps to reset. It really helps to relax. It's very different than a vacation. I mean, I feel like most of the time when people vacation, they're trying to sightsee, they're doing a lot of doing instead of being where retreats, a real retreat, your, um, you know, you're really going inward. You're really just relaxing. You're going within and you're just letting go and not moving your body so much, not using your mind so much. And you're allowing those things to regenerate and recharge. So I hope I've talked you into going on a retreat because it's amazing. And if you're looking for a retreat, to go on where, you know, maybe you want something that's more, um, for, you know, health, health wise, and not so much like mind, but more like body. I highly recommend where I just came from the Ann Wigmore center. It is a nonprofit. It is very affordable. And the women and men who run it are big hearted, amazing people. Um, you will definitely with food, if you could go there for two weeks, go for two weeks. If you could only go for a week, go for a week, either way, it's going to be powerful. And I wish you the happiest holidays. And if this resonated with you at all, send me an email, Angela at Angela Let me know, or, um, mess DM me on Facebook or Instagram at Angela Accomando. I hope that this new year brings you so much rest and relaxation and insights and everything that your heart, your heart and soul desires. Have a wonderful, wonderful new year. And I thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to end the hustle podcast. Please leave a review if you haven't yet, or share this with somebody else who may need to hear this message.
This helps bring this message and movement to more people and help them end the hustle in their own lives and stop burning out once and for all. Ciao for now.